Hello everyone, my name is Maddie Miller, and today I am here with my mom. Hi everyone, I am Christine Miller, I'm Maddie's mom, and she asked me to join her podcast because I am a school psychologist and she wanted to discuss ADHD. Yes, so um, today we will be talking about how ADHD can differentiate between boys and girls and how it's affected me throughout my life. Uh, so just to start, I just want, I would like to ask you, do you ever notice if you test more on boys than girls when it comes to testing at school? I would definitely say yes, that it's more common that there's a referral for a boy over a girl because it looks very different between them. Not always, but more commonly you'll hear from teachers and parents because boys more commonly show externalizing type characteristics and behaviors. And what those would look like are more rule-breaking things, um, conduct problems. So they present as more disruptive type behaviors in the school setting. So you will hear more referrals for them. Whereas with girls, they tend to internalize things more often and what that looks like is more anxiety or um, inattentive type behaviors. And so I believe that oftentimes things are really overlooked with girls. Yeah, I feel like throughout my life, I happen to have been overlooked by teachers when it comes to ADHD because I also, I very much internalize what I feel with ADHD. Um, I always have academically have been doing very well throughout my life. Um, and I understand there was no cause for concern um, because I was, I paid attention in class and I was interested in what I was learning, but that was because I was genuinely interested in learning things. Like that always, I liked to learn, but you noticed how I had behaviors from since I was young that made you concerned if I had ADHD. Oh, it started very young. Um, being that you're our second child, um, we had a, you know, somebody that uh, another child that we were able to compare to. And right away, just simple things as not wanting to change your diaper because you would turn and, you know, dispute that you wouldn't want to be in a car seat or your high chair or in a stroller. Um, and then it just progressed as things went on when you started having responsibilities, um, simple tasks, we had to constantly have prompting and reminders. And um, it just grew as the things, as you got older and expectations got higher, the more challenges that we recognized in the home setting um, with your inattention, you're easily distracted but it always blew our minds when we would meet with teachers and they never had the same concerns. And so you were very academically successful. And I think that's how you definitely flew under the radar when it came to the ADHD. Yeah, also it's with girls with ADHD, it's more likely for them to have um, anxiety disorders, mm -hmm. such as um, generalized anxiety disorder and OCD. Um, I have, in fact, uh, I, um, I feel like I've had anxiety throughout my uh, life, and I feel like that also was um, 
something that's like affected me as well yeah i um i think that it's impacted you in different ways that you definitely internalize things and we were aware of it but it's become more apparent as we're in a, a unique scenario of you having to do um, more virtual learning and independent academic um, expectations and your ADHD has really unfortunately shined through because it's posed a lot of challenges for you. Yeah, with, with girls, um, they tend to, their ADHD symptoms tend to show more with the onset of puberty. And as I feel like as I've gotten older, uh, my symptoms have started to mo show more within the emotional regulation mm -hmm. and my executive functioning because as I start to get more um, of uh, my own, having to do things on my own, uh, I started to, I couldn't handle that. Um, and especially once it came to COVID, uh, all the school stuff, being your own individual work, having it to do it by yourself, having to regulate your schedule. I couldn't handle that. And that's why I feel like I kind of just broke down and I gave up easily because it just, it felt like such a huge challenge for me to be able to do that because it was something that I haven't experienced before. Well, and I would say for you, your um, ADHD has impacted what's called your executive functioning, which we've talked about this. I've shared with you what that entails. Those are those skills um, with being able to organize things, uh, working on tasks with from completion from start to finish, understanding how to break and chunk things down into smaller components. You lack that ability. That's a deficit for you. And under these circumstances, there's been expectations and requirements of you to take on a bigger role of independently do that, doing that. And it's just something that you've been really challenged with. And dad and I have really tried to sit and work through some of this, but it's just, it's been out of our scope of being able to day in, day out with us still having to work every day we check in with you in the morning we check in with you in the evening but that time in between that time management and that task completion has been really challenging yeah, I've also like that has been very interesting that's also i feel like because i have been successful with being independent with some things as i've gotten older and all of a sudden needing this help and it just it's it's bringing out this perfectionist behavior well i think what it has it what it was for us is we created a structure for you that um allowed you to be successful and that structure involved having your activities very your activities your academics very planned out you knew you had a certain schedule and you stuck to that schedule and we helped create that structure with that schedule and it helped keep you on task and you were very successful with that and this is the first time that you don't have all of that structure and that open-ended time 
it works against you. You delegate two or three hours to a task, but essentially when you sit down to do that task, you're truly only doing maybe 20 minutes and it's unsuccessful because it's very, um, you're very distracted. Um, the task isn't getting completed. You're feeling overwhelmed by it. You don't know where to start, where to begin, where to end, what to do in between. And it's just creating, created an overwhelming, um, environment for you and has been really, really challenging and disheartening. It's like when I'm doing work, I say, oh, it's only going to take me five minutes, but in reality, it's going to take me 30 because there's so many things that's things that are going to happen. I'm going to be distracted. I'm not going to know what to do on something. I'm going to have a moment where I'm like, oh, well, I thought it was only going to take me this much time, but my time management skills mm -hmm. really just, I don't have what I should have and what's expected of me at this age. Um, I also want to bring up emotional regulation with girls. Um, girls and boys um, with ADHD, they both have emotional regulation issues, but it's very different. With boys, it's more apparent with the aggressive behaviors, as you said before. And with girls, they tend to have more, um, like you said, anxiety and internalized behaviors. Um, if we're talking about a hyperactivity, uh, type, it would be um, of ADHD. It, with boys, it might be like uh, moving around a bunch, needing to get up out of their seat during class. But with girls, it could be more daydreaming and mm -hmm. not paying attention or having or just being very chatty. Yes. Well, and exactly. You definitely have had challenges with that self-regulation. You feel very deeply, but you also respond more extreme and you have a, a um, you have some difficulty with that regulation with that response is it really equivalent to the level of the problem is your response on par with that and that's been a challenge for you and that actually is a common challenge for girls they have higher levels of social problems related to ADHD yeah I've always found it I've always found it anxiety provoking and it's been difficult because I always feel like I can't be truly myself around some people because th th I'm too much for them to handle or something because I have a, I tend to, I have a lot of energy and I like to you can be impulsive too with some of the things that you say, um, saying something before you actually think of the ramifications of what you're saying. Yeah. And the reason why boys are diagnosed significantly more is just because teachers are able to see these behaviors. Mm -hmm. They're able to notice the ones that, because they're showing it so much more than girls who mask the abilities a lot more. Mask yeah, I think they're misunderstood. I think they're seen more as anxious and depressive-like than they are the connection to the ADHD. And it doesn't mean that because you have anxiety that you have ADHD or vice versa. They are, but they are a comorbid um, behavior and characteristic for ADHD kids. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for being here with me, Mom. You're welcome. Thank you for asking me. Of course.
Goodbye.